All right. Happy summer. Yeah, I guess it's, it's happening, you know, mm-hmm. um, the Republican field is growing. Wow. Um, you know, just the best of the best rising to the top. Um, and so I thought we'd maybe talk about that and how they're, they're going to try, you know, this, this whole summer and fall to like ruin our lives by the things they say. Um, and, <laughs> and all the, you know, proposals that they have already, you know, the stuff that's coming out is just unbelievable. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I thought we would talk a little bit just about the Republicans, you know, just because now that we got a field, like now we have an established field, um, it'll be interesting to kind of like game this out. Uh, the other thing I just wanted to mention briefly, maybe we can talk about this is AI. Mm. Um, I don't know how much you've been following that, but a lot, I've been just having nightmares about it. So maybe we should talk about it. Okay. All right. Let's do it. This is No Politics at the Dinner Table. I'm Tony Biancasino. And I'm Amit Prakash. Uh, We are back this week after a bit of a pause to talk about the wonderful Republican feel that is emerging before our very eyes and also the emergent new technology. Not that new, actually, is a point I'm going to make, but um, being branded as new as artificial intelligence that's going to, you know, bring the Terminator. Okay, so maybe the second one first. Um, sure. So, have you tried ChatGPT? Um, not on my devices, but on a friend's. Yes. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> I, I I have it. I have that it. That explains my, where I stand. Okay, I have it on uh, bookmarked. I've you know have an account and everything, just because I was like, I need, you know, teaching. I need to see what's capable, like what's because already yeah. now, um, I think. Um, a bunch of schools have done surveys, like uh, anonymous surveys, and over 50% of students are submitting stuff with ChatGPT, which is obviously going to happen, like obviously. Um, you know, like ChatGPT is just like the best version of like Cliff's Notes, you know, like, and so you don't have, to, and, and it's even better because it writes the paper for you. You don't have to do anything. I did this thing where um, I, I asked my students to do a prompt, you know, in class, and then I projected chat GPT up on the screen. I was like, gave him the same prompt. And it was like, I'd have to give it a B or a B plus. Chat GPT. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I'd have okay. to, you know, like it was just very clear. Oh, you're saying su- that's good. It's good. Yeah. Great, I mean, it's like good. very passable, right? You know, um, and, you know, it was like organized and the, the paragraphs were kind of perfect. And, you know, it was superficial, but that's okay. It was like, all right, yeah, I could, I could, if, if a, an 18 year old produced this, I'd be like, that's a good job. This is a very good, clear writing buddy. Um, I'm going to give you a B plus, maybe even an A minus if you, you know, add some citations. The, if the paid version apparently um, is even more powerful and can do all the, like the scholarly apparatus will produce for you and do all sorts of things. Right. So it's, it's it's totally crazy. Um, did you see any of that congressional t- testimony by the OpenAI guy, Sam Altman? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he oh. went in there and was like, um, you know, regulate me effectively, right? That, that we're yeah. producing this technology that has the potential to be, to cause catastrophic damage and, and is perhaps an in- existential threat to humanity itself. Um, mm-hmm. Therefore, you know, you should regulate me. 
And I just want to mention a couple things about this. One, if you are well aware that what you're creating has the potential to threaten humanity per se, why are you pushing forward? Um, and why, um, you know, why is it the case that this technology is an inevitability, right? Because that's how they're kind of framing it. Like this is just going to happen, um, even though it's human beings that are making the technology, right? Mm -hmm. So like it doesn't have to happen. It's like you've decided that this is going to happen, but they're framing it as that this is just inevitable, right? So that's number one. Um, number two is that I think it's like a this guy at OpenAI is effectively doing like the PR job for all of the AI companies by saying, like coming out and like looking like really moral and like ethically sound saying, you, know, you guys need to regulate me and, um, and, and so on. A week later when Europe, the EU proposed a bunch of regulations for AI, um, he responded by saying that open AI might, may not operate, operate in Europe. Uh, because the regulations were too strong, right? Right. So, so it's it's kind of you know he's talking out of both sides of his mouth. The other thing that I think is really um, distracting is that we already have AI in like woven into our lives in a lot of ways. Um, that all the al algorithms and stuff like that that are you know constantly operating in the background um, are you know effectively you know from machine learning, right? Mm -hmm. So. Um, Facial recognition. I, I'll just say, you know, in my field, like studying like policing and stuff like that, it's very clear that facial recognition technology is racist. Uh, it it misrecognizes people of color and Asian people just like kind of like regularly, uh, and to the point where people are getting arrested and getting uh, extradited to different states and put in jail, and then it's like a week later, it's like, oops, sorry, the facial recognition was was off, right? Mm -hmm. So. I think this is a distraction in two ways. One, that it's a PR scheme to make these guys look good um, and and not talk about the actual question is like, why are you developing this? And why are you having an arms race with like the other guys to like make it fast, make it put it in everybody's hands and, you know, and so on. Um, and then second, that AI is already wreaking havoc on an everyday level in very real ways. Um, and you know, we're not going to talk about that because now it's everything's like kind of like future oriented and everybody's scared of, you know, the Terminator. Um, so I'm just like, I'm also like, I got to say, I'm also equally scared by the potential that AI has. Um, but I'm also um, scared, annoyed, et cetera, of, of the destructive capabilities that are already sort of materially provable um, that we see in our society now. And that's, and that's where these guys are, they don't want to talk about that, right? They don't want to talk about that at all. Um, AI is the algorithm that feeds, you know, through Facebook that produces, you know, um, anti-vax stuff and puts it in your face, right? Um, and uh, lies about the election because it gets a lot of clicks. That's AI at work, right? Like those are already really destructive elements um, that are not really regulated. Um, and even when like Mark Zuckerberg has gone to Congress, like his umpteen times when he goes to Congress, he's like, sorry, we'll do better. You know, maybe if you guys can craft some legislation and then the senators are like, barely know how to use their email. They're like, why don't you tell us what to do? That's effectively what 
Sam Altman went in to do. Um, and literally one senator was like, hey, it seems like you know a lot about this. Like maybe you should be the AI regulatory czar, right? <laughs> and, and he was just like, no, I'm a businessman. I don't know. So I, I think it's kind of like, it's kind of like the way I see drones. Our technology has outpaced our political capabilities, right? That we do not have, like the technology that is afoot and unleashed into the world, our, our politicians do not have the capability to sort of control it, regulate it, and make it sort of um, uh, benign or, or productive for humanity. We're always kind of like fighting against it because it's always kind of running wild. Mm. Um, I don't know. What do you, what do you think? Oof, there's a lot in there, man. <laughs> yeah, right, right. I mean, overall... A couple of things. I have a couple of thoughts on it. One is if there were no market for it, it wouldn't exist. Right. Sure. So it's tough for me to hear people be afraid of it and, um, you know, kind of somewhat maybe be against it, but then also have an Alexa in their house or, you know, use the facial uh, recognition on your iPhone to open it because you don't want to pump in numbers. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, we're all culpable in this thing. Right. Um, I do my best. I don't do a lot, you know, with the exception of like, I do have an Instagram that I don't use. I, I have a computer. Um, that's kind of it. You know, I mean, maps, what, what have you, I don't have any of the other stuff in my house. I don't put pictures of my kid on Instagram. Like we're doing everything we can to try to have whatever version of the illusion of control we might, mm -hmm. might make us feel comfortable. Not that it matters. Um, I have a license. I'm an illegal thing on my license plate so that I don't get tickets, you know, I do a lot. <laughs> um, you know, the problem with it is it's like, I don't know what's more, what's more scary AI or humans controlling AI, right? I'm more afraid of humans. I mean, uh, AI, I think could make life really good for a lot of us. I think it could help cure diseases. It could, there's a lot of good. If you, if you really get past the doomsday, um, thoughts, which are just so easy to go to because without AI, it feels like doomsday sometimes. <laughs> um, but you know, there's a lot of potential that I think AI could have with like mm -hmm. detecting cancers, like so, so many things, right? Just right. healthcare, uh, hunger. There's a lot of really good, I mean, look at the, are you looking at the pictures of space from the fucking telescope that's mm. like now rethinking the big bang theory like it's insane that's kind of ai right like that's that's going into a computer that's like computing the stuff it's it's and then being like you know translated by humans but it's without this kind of ramp up in technology we're not going to be able to solve problems that aren't going away the, the issue we're talking about is the problems it's creating and right. the balance right. um I don't know, man. I mean, I'm like, I'm 50, 50 on the whole thing. I don't have, I don't have chat GP on my phone. Like I've looked at it on other people's phones. It's super impressive. I would have loved it in college, <laughs> you know, but I mean, look at the same time, it's one of those things where like, I don't know, isn't it kind of cool that these college kids can just like fuck the system a little bit. Like they need to rethink the whole system. It's going to, it's going to change so many industries, right? Because now you don't get to have a student bring a paper in, right? Like 
like that tortured me in college. It's like the, the writing a paper. I would have been better at an oral exam, you know, like you might have to put a little more work in and maybe all of your students, you have to have oral exams with that's going to kill AI, right? AI can't help you with that. So the, the flip side that, that we do or that I do yeah. is that I just make everybody write in class. I don't, I don't, yeah, ass- sure. I don't assign stuff outside of class. I'm like, exactly. we're going to do it Great. in class. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. I would have preferred that. Honestly, it would have, you know, I would have either passed or not and that's fine. <laughs> um, so I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid of, um, humans turning AI on us. You know, I'm afraid of, I, I'm afraid of chat is on my computer. It'll read all my other files. I'm not, I'm not hiding anything, but I just don't trust the people behind it because one is, especially in this country, our regulation is hilarious. Like we don't really have it. Um, I tr- I usually like, what are the Europeans not allowing to happen? I try to pay, pay, pay right. attention to that. And I go, there's a really good reason for that. Right. And then when you talk about like, why are these people that know it's going to destroy humanity creating it? Well, one is money rules the world. Mm-hmm. We know that you want to be the first and the best. And two, fear. If we don't do it, China's going to do it. And then they're going to have robots attack us. And that's not wrong or right. I mean, it's definitely a viable possibility that if we just killed it here and we didn't let our nerds, <laughs> you know, make these computers and these AI weapons, then someone else is going to do it. And we just live in a world where we're constantly, it feels like we're constantly about to fight each other. So that is a really powerful weapon in itself is propaganda. So that we're all like, Oh fuck, we got to have better fighting robots than the Chinese or the Russians or the, you know, Iranians, whoever. So I don't know, man, I'm, I'm 50, 50 on the whole thing. I'm, I'm less afraid of AI than I am like, um, climate change or nuclear war, nuclear war. I'm, I'm definitely more afraid of that than I am robots busting down my door at this stage of my life. Yeah. Maybe my grandkids are going to be thinking differently, but right. will they even be here with the way the world feels right now? I don't yeah. know. Yeah, no, I, I, I mean, I agree that um, there's a lot to be afraid of these days, but, but, but um, one thing is like, I think it's going to be even more subtle than you know mm-hmm. i robot right it's going to be it's going to be more like there is going to be an ai that produces say video that is deep fakes of leading, sure. po- leading politicians that you can't really tell because they get the voice perfectly they've got the video and, and it's video right so people are like oh my god that's real you know um, people believe hilarious stuff that looks so badly photoshopped already on the internet, right? Yeah. What is it? What happens when you have this kind of like ultra realism, where it's very difficult to tell? You know, you'd have to go into the actual code to you know investigate it and say, okay, no, actually, we can tell that this is of a, course a, a machine produced <clears throat> thing, not the actual thing. Um, but you mean like the landing on the moon? Yeah, yeah, you know that that all that, right? Exactly. I mean, can you believe it? Um, so, I can I can see that even in like maybe not this election cycle, but the next election cycle, um, those that's okay. Those types of short and again, like people's attention spans are so short now. Those sort of short clips of you know Joe Biden saying he he likes little kids or something, you know, sure. like will 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 come out and people will brandish that as proof um, for their conspiracy theory um, that they're going to believe with, you know, proof or not, but here is, is like plausible proof, right? Because it looks so real. Sure. Um, I, th- I think that's the way it, it can sort of infiltrate into our consciousness and, and shape 
people's views of the world. And already we're kind of destabilized on like not having a common set of facts, right? Like already there's, it's particularly in America, but I think like more globally even is, is that, you know, India, it's the same thing. Russia, it's the same thing. There's, there's this is um, a campaign by um, powerful p people who control both politics and media um, in various registers in various ways to, you know, disabuse people of the idea that there can be a shared common reality, right? Sure. AI unleashed into that circumstances, which are human produced, mm -hmm. right? You're exactly right. Like this, this the, the false thing is that, oh, uh, why do you think AIs are racist, <laughs> right? Like, like, obviously, you know, humans <laughs> created those programs and told them to, you know, read faces in a very particular way. Um, so... Yeah, that, I'm less that's afraid. My worry. Of, that's my worry. I'm less afraid about robots becoming conscious and being like, fuck these humans, yeah. let's kill them. I mean, unless yeah. we're robots that were created and, you know, that's what we are. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe the Egyptians <laughs> created us and we're robots. That's not like the Terminator is not really what I'm afraid of. I'm right. with this you. Is, this is just Westworld we're living in. Yeah, we're living yeah. with possibly. Who the hell yeah. knows? Um, so I agree with that. But the flip side is like, you know, that's been going on. Sure. Right? Even sure. like when Thomas Jefferson, these guys were running print paper, man, they were lying. I think oh, yeah. Thomas Jefferson called one of his opponents a hermaphrodite, like, which is a big insult. That's printed. There's no way to co co corroborate that or, you know, that that was their version of a deep fake, which might have been more powerful because there was no way to like instantly learn that was bullshit or you, you know so it's like left your own imagination yeah yeah and that's the thing is like fine well then then what you're saying is you don't have faith in humans not being dumb and that's possible i'm not sure but the the counter to that would be the more and more that happens the more and more we won't trust anything so like if you want to trust that joe biden says he likes kids in a video that's clearly fake you probably are already thinking that kind of shit anyway that there's like pedophile rings and hillary clinton in the pizzeria whatever mm -hmm. so like that that divide exists and you're you're going to find whatever you want to find and if all things go accordingly and the media or the journalists, you know, fight through it, it could legitimize a place or a few places that, that, that fight against it where they don't report on it and you trust, you know what I mean? It could give validity to, I'm not sure it will. I'm just saying yeah, there will yeah. be an opportunity for somebody or a place or a business or a paper um, to be the place that disproves a lot of this. It could be a whole business of disproving so it'll like shit elicit the response that will then like you're talking to me i'm automatically thinking damn i gotta come up with a business that's like the first to disprove deep fakes that's a great business and yeah. we're the trusted source this right. we, we say this video is fake so i don't know that's that's the that's kind of like the shitty part of of instant information right. um but you know it's like I'll, if i said it once i'll say it a million more times if your kids are in grade school middle school and you you have them on facebook or instagram or TikTok, like you're training them to believe a bunch of bullshit anyway so like we're all part of this problem and if it doesn't start in your own home right then you're if you're waiting on the government to regulate the safety of your family with technology then you're in big trouble
Really big trouble. Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, it's it's definitely a collective enterprise. But I would say that the government should have a role and should I have, agree. Should have a strong hand. Um, Guess what they would? They yeah. would if the voters gave a shit. It's not that hard, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you want climate change? You're worried about climate change? Then vote for people that are are for climate regulation or just it's it's really not hard and and i we can obviously it's more complicated than that and there's um voter suppression and you know most of mississippi is probably democrats but you'll never see a democrat in office gerrymandering right. there's tons of stuff but if you do get involved and you vote for the right person at least with the presidency you got two options there's not a lot of excuse you got two options one or the other do you want to vote for a trump which we're going to get into or a fucking DeSantis or Margie Taylor Greene who believe, you know, that uh, goblins are running the Democratic Party? Or do you want to vote for a guy like Joe Biden that falls a lot, <laughs> but has done some really good stuff for the climate? I don't, I mean, you know, I'm not here to defend either party, but like one of them is clearly bananas and the other one is just insane. So like, you know, you gotta, it starts with little things like that before you start worrying about robots kicking in your door you know there's a lot we can do to delay possibly mm -hmm. the inevitable but this is not going anywhere man like so at some point even myself even though i'm super cautious i'm gonna have to embrace a version of an ai that helps me with stuff i mean i i would love an ai to help me with my grammar on emails like there's what? lots of stuff i think it can help me with but I'm we already have it. it yeah we already that that's the thing google <laughs> The, yeah, I mean, the future is here. It's just like very unevenly distributed amongst yes. the population, right? So that people who have access to, um, who are regularly on computer, I mean, I don't know, like even like Gmail when it's anticipating your text, right? That's that's machine learning, right? That's an yeah. AI at work and saying that, oh, you, you meant to say like yours truly coming next, right? You know, like, and then you hit tab and it's written for you. Um, this just takes out the step. You just sort of speak into like, write an email to so-and-so about this, and then it'll do the whole thing for you. Um, I understand. I think there are like a lot of, and I agree with you, there's a lot of practical applications that could be very productive. Um, um, however, sure. uh, uh, if the government does not get actually involved, and I thought that, that display um, it, because it was just a spectacle. It was a PR scheme by Sam Altman to yeah. go to Congress. Um, if that was representative of anything, it shows that one, our political class is clueless about technology. Um, Which they are. Yeah, they're I mean, even when they talk to the Facebook guys and they're yeah, like, they're so what do you mean when you log yeah, on? Like, yeah, I mean, wow. they're, they're still talking about the internet as a system of tubes and whatnot. Yeah. Um, so, so, you know, like they, they, they're completely you know, lost. Um, and then there's completely deferential to these CEOs who are, and are basically saying, as they've done with Facebook, um, regulate yourself. And we've seen how well that's gone. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, that's, that's where I'm put, I'm putting it on. Yes. The population has to be more savvy about who they elect. But it's also like, you know, part of being a good governor, right? Like in the sort of literal sense, governing things yeah. um, is being informed and being kind of just like always looking at things kind of like skeptically, you yep. know, um, not just expe uh, accepting things on face value and whatnot. Yeah. And I would, 
I would just say, you know, if, 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 if you're really worried about this, then, you know, it's not going to be as bad as you think right away. Yeah. <laughs> You've got some time. Yeah. You know, it's, it's scary because, you know, well, what do you think about this? Like when like people are like, oh my God, AI is doing photography and mm-hmm. writing novels and movies and yeah. they're going to replace our artists. Like I find that hilarious, like hilarious. Because so yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. If, if AI writes a novel that's better than a human's, then good. I'd like to read it. Like I'm, I'm not like, I'm not here to, to save artists. I mean, I, I make television, I make documentaries. If, if an AI is going to make a better, is going to connect to the human population better than me through fake experiences over my real ones, then that's just the way it's going. And I'm not here to fight that. Like I'm totally fine with it. Um, I've looked at a lot of the pictures they do. They're all real corny. Like I haven't seen anything that looks cool. That looks mm-hmm. interesting. I haven't seen any of the artwork that I would hang on my wall. It's all like super polished bullshit Mm -hmm. so like i don't know buy from local artists like what's the problem here you know it's like i'm that's the last thing i'm afraid of i'm more afraid of um you know the joe biden saying he likes kids in a deep fake than the uh creative industry being affected by this i don't give two shits about that so i kind of do um i would say that i care in so far as let's for the sake of argument imagine that Mm -hmm the image making, video making, all the creative AI just outpaces and outclasses human activity on those fronts, right? Let's say in 10 years, it's like, it's just like awesome stuff. They're, they're making the best beats. They're making the, like, like all, all the stuff, right? <laughs> um, you know, forget DJ Premier. It's like, you know, it's like chat GPT has got the, is the best beat maker. Um, and, and so let's for the sake of argument, accept that. My question is that just like how everything has gone in our society, what's going to happen to those people? How are they going to eat? Right? Like that's, that's my question, right? No, it's not going to happen. Like but that. listen, just listen, just hear me out here. I was, I sure. was thinking about this the other day when I was in New York and I was, you and I have been living in New York for a long time. Long and time. you probably, you probably remember the era when New York, the, the number one thing when, especially when, if you were in like Midtown and down to wall street, that you had to watch um, was not getting hit by a bike messenger, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like the, there was just packs of them. They would all hang out at lunchtime together yeah. and they're just like delivering documents to different firms all day long. Right. Yeah. Um, and then PDF was invented. Right. Sure. Um, and they're gone. I, 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 no, I they're not. They're over eats. They're over eats people yeah, now. I just wonder like what happened to, and, and the same thing with like, people who used to work in toll booths, right? Now we got easy pat. Like, where did they go? Like, what, what, what happens to them? Yeah, but Ahmed, do you know how many more people are now working on a computer that are, let's just call a toll booth worker with there. It's no disrespect. It's a low level job. Anybody predominantly can do it, right? You don't need an education. You just need to be trained and you, you take money in, in exchange, take a, a rite of passage. Um, those people are now doing other stuff like telemarketing. They're doing there. There are other jobs that are, they were, were never existed 50 or 60 years ago. There's way more jobs now um, that though that low level employees could do if they wanted to. There's plenty of jobs right now, by the way, plenty. You want to, you need a job Come to New Orleans. You can't find a waiter or waitress in this goddamn city or a chef or a, you know, hotel concierge. There's plenty of jobs. 
um, if that's the level we're talking about. But I think I'd rather be a hotel concierge than a bike messenger in New York. I think it's safer. The pay is probably better. You probably get insurance. So I'm not worried about that. That I don't think that's a good comparison. See, I think it is because I think one of the things that um, the people who champion, you know, the march of technology, yeah, uh, they don't think about how that affects labor. And one of the things that I've never understood, I mean, I kind, I'm, I'm shocked but not surprised. Let's put it that way. By this is that. As we have more technology integrated into our lives, mm -hmm. we're effectively working more. Um, and I always thought the whole point of technology is to make us work. I, I think we should all just be like working like three months a year at this point. We've got so much technology, right? Like, so the, the whole idea that technology is going to make us like ever more efficient um, is kind of false. Uh, it's actually another form of control. Um, and what kind it also, and, and what it also doesn't do, uh, is that it, it doesn't care, you know, about, um, people who will be made obsolete. Right. Um, and it's, yeah, sure. Maybe, you know, everybody can't move to New Orleans and become a concierge. Right. So in the, in the, in this, in the same way, right. Like not everybody's just going it, to, it's also the case that, people, let's say a writer, right? A writer, you know, some writers, I believe, right? Um, writers um, who maybe made a decent living are then you're saying they should just go in the service industry, right? Like, like that's no, that's, I'm saying if the, you're a good writer, you're not going to get kicked out. If you're a mediocre writer, or a shitty writer, you might get beat. I don't think a computer is going to write better than my wife. No, I'm I'm, 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 I'm saying yeah. for the sake of argument, sure. Let's say in 10 years, they can, they won't. Well, okay. So, so, so you, if that you, happens, Amit, yeah. then humans aren't creative enough. And then we shouldn't be creative. We shouldn't be creative beings. We should do other stuff. We should be like ants. That's what <laughs> separates humans from other species is that we have this creative mind. And if we invent something that's better at that than us, well, then we've got a problem. We haven't invented something that's better at making honey than bees. Right. That's what they do. If we did, there'd be no more peace. And that's OK, I guess. I'm not sure. But I'm just saying I I don't believe. Oh, I'll put it this way. Your music thing. Right. You said producers. Yeah. My counter to that is two parts. One is the people making music right now. I hope that they lose their jobs at Candy because I don't like any of it. <laughs> OK. And I think they're relying way too much on on computer software to make music. And it all sounds that way. It's not very good. I don't remember the last time I heard lots of bands with guitars and people actually writing music. Half of these people are cheating anyway. They've been doing it for since the early aughts, late 90s. They've been using software to, to create scores, to do stuff. So there's plenty of people that could put, put out of work by technology. Um, that's why I listen to old gospel records. So I think people, there will be fatigue. I think AI might get really good at one version of music and there'll be fatigue and people will want to see live, live people play a guitar. Like you can't do that till they have robots on stage doing stuff. Then you shouldn't be that afraid. Like, yeah, maybe if you're a songwriter, but write a good song. A good song is a good song. You write a good hook. Somebody's going to pick it up. Somebody's going to do it. Um, that's just the way it is. So that's one, one version of that is, if you're a musician, the Napster and all that stuff already made you have to work harder. Musicians were ripping us off for years and so are the labels, right? We were paying $20 for a stupid CD. 
and then they wouldn't really do live shows. Now you got to sing a little bit for your supper, like the rest of us do. I don't care. Um, so I'm not worried about that. Music, forget about it. Same with um, artwork. Like, I want to meet my artist. If I'm buying art, you know, obviously I can't afford a Picasso. So I'm, I'm not really worried about billionaires getting, you know, duped into buying AI. But we buy art. We buy from local artists. We buy from people we think maybe one day might make it. And I like to know who they are. I like to know at least a little bit about them. So that's, again, on you to know about the artist. If you want to buy AI-generated artwork, God bless you. Enjoy talking about it at your dinner party. I don't care. Um, and the last point about, you know, not everybody can move to New Orleans. Well, listen, when I first started in television in the early aughts, you needed a lot more people to make a TV show, right? Right. You needed people transcribing the tapes. Tape. We were all do, we were doing tapes back then. It wasn't yep. digital. Yep. My crews now, dude, are three, four for the documentaries. It used to be fifteen or twenty. So that's just the way it is, man. Like it's becoming cheaper. But guess what? I I wouldn't have been able to make a movie or a documentary because it would have been only for rich people or people that got lucky and made it. Now you can literally save up money. I don't know. Bus being a bus person at a t restaurant for a summer and buy a really good camera and make a movie and have a computer and edit it yourself. That's unbelievable. That to me breeds potential greats that never would have had that shot because it was way too hard to get into hard to, um, you know, create something, you know, you want to make a record now, dude, you know, what you need a computer garage band, which comes with these Macs and like a shitty mic, if you can't afford to go and like, if you got a sound that's raw, it might do something. You could, we couldn't have made a record in high school. No shot. No shot. Yeah, yeah no way. No way. It would have cost us fifty, eighty thousand dollars $80,000. So that's my point is there's two sides of the whole AI technological story. I am, I like, I, I like to lean towards, I feel like at this stage in my life, I'm becoming more optimistic than pessimistic. And it all started when I watched the Vietnam Ken Burns doc a few <laughs> years back because I was just like, I watched it right around the Trump thing. And I remember being like the world's ending. And then I watched this documentary. If you feel like Ken Burns or you don't, that's fine. You don't need to. But the bottom line is like, dude, Vietnam fucking sucked. If you were a, a guy from 15 to 30, like there was a good shot. You were going to fight in a place you may never have heard of. Same with World War II. Like, you were getting drafted. It was horrible. Like, you know, it's not the Civil War. I mean, like, there are 600,000 Americans killed each other. Like, it's not that bad. We're just so connected that it feels bad. And I do believe there are plenty of, like, uh, you know, uh, what do you call it? Like a, a powder keg. We're, we're sitting on it. One little match can blow this thing up, but I feel like it's always kind of been like that. As the second nuclear weapons were invented, like it just takes one psychopath to really fuck up earth. So I don't know, man, I'm becoming a little more optimistic where like, I would rather fight a war against China, which they clearly want us to do by like hacking each other's systems than dropping bombs on people. So there's a lot of like excitement that comes out of AI and I'm trying to just focus on that. And to your point, I, I'm, I'm finished with this sentence, but like we do need our government to step up a little bit and it would be nice if everyone collectively around the world were like, I hope Xi Jinping gets a little uh, afraid of like, fuck man, this AI shit might take me out. Like we all are like, we can't, you know, we all have interest in not letting AI take over. Let's try to work together and you're going to get your little hackers and your weirdo people that are do doing their thing. But like, it would be cool if we did come together to like 
have somewhat of a regulation on this, some sort of an agreement that like, we're going to at least pretend to regulate this thing, you know? So I don't know, man, I, I, I'm not doomsday about this at all. I, I'm, I'm more afraid of humans right now than I'm afraid of our government. I'm afraid of the Chinese. I'm afraid of the Russians. I'm, I'm afraid of the Saudis way more than I am like chat GPT. <laughs> Yeah, not 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 necessarily chat, chat GPT, but what it portends. That's yeah. That's I'm 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 at. I am less afraid of that than I am real humans that have great power because yeah. they're not doing a good job. Like I'm way more afraid of Mark Zucker, Zuckerberg, and Jeffrey Bezos than I am any one of these versions of AI. The people creating it are way more terrifying than the actual product itself to me. Okay, interesting, interesting. Okay. Uh, speaking of terrifying people, let's talk about the Republican field. Okay. Where do you want to start? I mean, yeah. I've got a lot of thoughts because, you know, I made some early calls, but that was pre- potentially Trump going to jail. <laughs> right, right, right. But anyway, you could start this. Your, uh, okay, so I think um, this indictment mm -hmm. is actually going to save Trump politically. Um, I think he's already, you know, the stuff that he's saying publicly about it, his fundraising machine is just going to ramp up like crazy. He's got these various like boots on the ground militias that are all ramped up um, to, you know, to make January 6th look, you know, like like nothing. Um, and whether that happens or not, the threat of it happening is enough pressure um, to basically clear out the rest of the field. So this field has gotten very big now, right? There's a lot of people running everybody from like Asa Hutchinson to Nikki Haley, Chris Christie. I don't know why anybody would go for Chris Christie when you could have Trump, you know, like no one's going to go for Chris. Yeah. Christie. You know, it's like Chris Christie um, is also a bully, but he's not as good a bully as Trump. He's trying so, to pull a Lincoln project. That's all Chris Christie's yeah, doing right now is trying to get good with Democrats and they'll accept him with yeah. open arms. That's what they do. But anyway. Yeah. Um, and then so obviously, and Pence is not, doesn't have a shot in hell. Um, and the only person who might have something is DeSantis. And DeSantis, you know, and you pointed this out long ago, is that he has zero charm, right? He's got, you know, anytime he speaks, if I hear his voice on audio, mm -hmm. um, I mean, I, I think I've said this before, he reminds me of Rick Santorum. Mm -hmm. um, who's, who's been a, you know, contender a couple of times. Uh, and he just sounds angry. Um, he doesn't sound, um, like somebody you'd want to like talk to actually. Um, he's really gruff, even in the meet and greets, he's really gruff with the people who come out to meet him. He like wants nothing to do with them. Um, and obviously his policies are right now, they're basically to the right of Trump's policies on a lot of things. Um, and he's just what he's trying. I mean, it's obviously very, very politically strategic for the mm -hmm. primaries, right? And then he's going to tack to the center like everybody does once they get the nomination. But um, right now, 
the way he's governing Florida, if that's any indication of what he'd like to do on a national level, and I think it is, you know, he's sort of announced sure. that. And, and this is what the Republicans do so well. They know how to use power, right? Like he's using his power very directly and he doesn't care if even like nearly half the population's against it. He does not care, right? So um, once again, you know, I will just say uh, that what's not going for Joe Biden uh, is that for all the relative good that he's done, you know, in, in various things, um, I'm just going to mention it again. The <clears throat> minimum wage is still 725. And we've been talking about this for four election cycles now. Yeah. Um, and that's what kind of matters to certainly for de- like, traditional democratic voters is like, this is about an, this is like a class war, right? <laughs> this is like, this is a class war. The Republicans are, are the party of the rich who always just want tax cuts for rich people. And the Democrats, um, are usually, um, or should be at least, um, for working people, unions, et cetera, all of that. And, you know, that has not, what has Biden done on that front? He killed, a strike of railway workers who were asking for paid time off, you know, like, like that's, that's the most pro pro union president ever. Like, I mean, it's like insane. So right now, the only thing that I think that gives Ron DeSantis a chance is if his cruelty goes even further, right? That if he runs on this sort of cruelty and like my political opponent is not my opponent, it's my um, sworn enemy. Um, and we want to destroy them as a society and culture and transform it. And we're going to do it by, you know, first of all, we're going to start with the educational system, right? We're going to start from the ground up and we're going to revamp the entire educational system. Um, and then all, all the way to higher ed as well. Right. Mm -hmm. So the powerful use of government, um, obviously I'm against every single bit of it, but, but in terms of a political strategy to sort of show the voters, look, you know, you might like Trump's jokes better than me. You might like going to his rallies. You might feel like have more sort of a fellow feeling and feel happy when you're there and like more sense of camaraderie. Um, but what I'm going to do is going to go way further than Trump, what Trump was able to achieve when he was in power. Um, and I've already done it. Right. So that's, that's, I think that's the glimmer of hope for DeSantis. Although, so I, I do, I do think it's a dim glimmer of hope because most of this is just about personality and how you appear on TV. I think you have a fundamental misunderstanding of the Republican Party. Okay, I think you're giving them way too too much credit. You believe it's about the policy and what they're going to do. I could not disagree more. I think why people like Trump is what you first said. They like listening to him. They they're not. If I if you got me somebody at a Trump rally and you sat him down and said, tell me about all the policies that Trump accomplished, they probably couldn't answer a lot. And that's where I think you're you couldn't be more wrong. And where DeSantis is fucking up is he's being way too specific. The abortion thing is bananas to me. The six six week abortion ban is crazy. Um, And there it shows that he's not paying attention, that he's got a bad team around him, because if he knew he was going to throw his hat in. He should have left that one off the table and just said, look, the Supreme Court did what they did. We're following that. But he's making an admission. If you learn anything from Oklahoma, 
if you learn anything from some of these other places, where Wisconsin with the Kansas, judge, like yeah. Kansas, that's like Kansas, sorry, but Wisconsin with the Supreme Court judge, like you're not paying attention. That's a bad, bad attack. The thing on with Disney, like you went after Disney, bro. Like how stupid, like a, over a billion dollars in lost wages. And like, that's real. I, not everybody in Florida agrees with that. You know, the thing he had going for him was that whatever your view on COVID is today versus what we felt when it happened, you know, I was on the side of caution. I, I liked the lockdown. I wanted to take it slowly. He was against it. He got the vaccine, but was like against making people. He, in retrospect, doesn't look as crazy, even though if you really put yourself back there, he was nuts, but mm -hmm. you get it, right? He kept the economy open. They thrived. He won that governor election like by a margin that's insane they like him there that there's no way around that he's winning florida he's got it it's joe biden shouldn't even put his boots on the ground there um but the problem my problem with the santas has always been theoretically he should be terrifying he's and i'm saying this like just Politically speaking, I've yeah. never really been attracted to a politician, period. I, like Bill Clinton, JFK, I don't think they were good looking dudes, even though people like Obama, probably. He's good looking for a politician. He's lost a ton of weight. He is not afraid to to roll sleeves up in battle. He's got the things going for him. He, um, you know, he, he, he has whatever, you know, he might not have saw like hard battle, but he gets the fact that he's a veteran. You don't, you can't take that when you're on the main stage, you cannot go after it and try to pick it apart. Well, you didn't really do this. Dude. You know, it's, he was in unless you're John Kerry, unless you're John Kerry. That's true. <laughs> that's true. But he was getting picked apart. Also, you know, John McCain was part of that, you know, Bush, you were also veterans, whatever, even though Kerry saw serious battle. Um, Unless you were a veteran, you got to just go, I commend your service. You were a lawyer. Thank you for representing the troops. Whatever you did, that's awesome. Um, but to think that Republican voters are like excited by the cruelty of policy, I think is a is the wrong way to look at it. I think what DeSantis needs to do, which I, I don't feel confident he could do, is talk less and talk uh, more abstract. You know, he can't keep saying woke. I'm sick of it. And by the way, I don't totally disagree with that. We maybe have a little bit of a far left problem. You know, they're fucking annoying, too. I, and and although you couldn't get me to vote for him if you paid me a million dollars a briefcase, like I know people that the, you know, cultural wars that are going on, maybe an illusion or, or grossly exaggerated. It's actually important to them. So like you actually had that you're going to beat Biden with that but you're going too far. You're making it your, your big thing. Um, so I actually think a dark horse in this whole thing could be Nikki Haley. I don't see her beating Biden in a, in a head to, I don't see he, she or DeSantis beating Biden head to head. I'm a little afraid. And I, I'm only saying this because we have to talk about it. I am a little afraid of his age and like, you know, when he's falling in public, he did trip over a sandbag, but it doesn't matter. The illusion of him tripping, it's not a good look. You know what I mean? I don't think Obama ever tripped. Um, he looks like an old man. And I, I, we all, anyone that listens to the podcast still knows how I feel about his vice president. I think she's a disaster. And that's, that's a fear, man. It's like her becoming 
the boss. That's 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 terrifying. I think she's as ruthless as some of these people on the right. That's what I believe. I mean, she had her whole campaign staff walk out while she was running for president. Apparently, she's horrible. So he's got these things going against him. But I do still think if Biden can get on that debate stage and not look and not look like he's got nothing left. Yeah. I don't see anybody beating him. I'm still I'm still stand by that call. And I also stand by if Trump can somehow not be arrested, even if he gets charged and fined. I don't I don't know enough about the legality of what's going on here. I think it's 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 out of my, you know, uh, ac- acumen. But like if he somehow can continue running, I think he still gets the nomination. I think he's the best of the candidates for that party. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, and God, God bless you. If you want to go head to head with, I, I don't see DeSantis or Haley. I don't see any of them. If he, if Trump enters that primary stage debates, they're fucked. There's not one of them that could do battle with him. I mean, Mike Pence cannot battle him. DeSantis, in my view, will try to, and it'll be the way uh, Jeb Bush, when he tried yeah. to, and it made right. him look worse. Right. Marco uh, Rubio. Nikki, yeah, they could just get Yeah, killed. and then half yeah. of them were, were fucking, you know, had his, they were they were bowing to him. His whole, he has that. You know, Nikki Haley said he's the best U.S. president of her lifetime. How do you then, what are you going to say in the debate? Like, right. I don't know. Like, what do you got? You're screwed. So I actually thought, and I know he doesn't want to do it. The candidate that might be able to win would have been Mitt Romney if he jumped in. I don't know that he could get the primary, but in a general election, I think he might be able to beat Biden. Yeah, he he's dead in the water in the primary for sure. Yeah, he's uh, dead in the water. That's how yeah. stupid that party is. They yeah. can get control, but they, um, they've been taken over. You know, it's a real mess. I mean, like, I get into these debates all the time. I have friends, you know, I'm... I'm very proud to say I have friends that are vote for anybody and I, I'm willing to justify their craziness, but um, there really is no comparison. I mean, the Democratic Party, as me and you, as you and I would say, is like they're they're bad shit and they're not they're not by no means are they sane. But the Republican Party has literally been taken over by people who should probably be in a mental institution. I'm not <laughs> saying that to be funny or like. Or like put light on it. There are people who believe stuff that I, that is actually fiction and crazy. Um, and so that to me is really terrifying. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm still thinking if you made me call today, I, I'm not ready to say Biden can lose to any of these people. Um, I, and I don't I just don't see dissent. I think the abor- I think if abortion was not on the table. I would be thinking a harder about my statement if he gets it against Biden. I just, I don't see women. I don't see I don't see all of the women that might go Republican. I, I just don't see it. I, I don't think. I would be fucking shocked if you're going to be a six week abortion ban presidential candidate and win against anybody. I, I would be shocked, and it would be like we would need to really think about our country and like uh, where we're going, because then we would need to all like stop pretending we're not going a certain way. I, I was, I would be shocked. And the Kansas thing really makes me feel comfortable saying, I don't right. think it's going to happen. Right. I don't know. I mean, that's the, that's the, you know, the, the elephant in the room, right. Is that a lot of the policy decisions that are effectively being made by the Supreme court, right. Those are policy yes. decisions masquerading as judicial s- statements and judgments uh, um, 
Well, we have a rogue oh, Supreme Court. There's no yeah, doubt about it. Yeah, there are right-wing Supreme Court who are overriding laws that have been here already. And yeah. they are they have a mission, the hiding of their, all their, you know, Alito and Tom, uh, uh, Clarence Thomas still haven't submitted their their Oh, the ethics stuff? Yeah, ethics yeah. Stuff. Right. They still haven't yeah, done yeah. it because yeah, right. they're so bought. It's it's a fucking joke. And yeah. you know, most Americans, dude, both sides think there should be term limits. So of like Of course. Of course. Why isn't Biden that should be a talking point. It's like we're this also is, running against the Supreme Court. This is this is my point: is that most of the policy decisions um, that have come either from the Supreme Court or from Congress, when um, actually either when Democrats, but more so with Republicans, let's be real here, have control, flies in the face of popular opinion on both parties. Right. So, like, even NRA members want more gun regulation than what the leadership of the NRA says, who has the ear of Republican politicians, right? So, so that there's like this huge chasm between the people who are ruling us supposedly in our name um, and are just supposed to be sort of articulating the popular will when most of what they're doing is, you know, in their own interest and completely again, you know, like, they, they have to take the temperature a little bit, but when they don't want to, they can just like, you know, turn on a dime and, and, and do stuff that is just absolutely insane, sure. right? Sure. Um, so I don't know. Like I, I think the, my view is that with the DeSantis stuff with the policy is that I think the calculation that he's, his, maybe his team is making, and I, I take your point about abortion. I think that's a good one. Um, it's a non-starter, man. Yeah, no, I might, it might well be, it might be, it might be like a real, you know, catastrophic error in, in terms of like starting out this campaign. It's why Trump is still more dangerous than him. Cause Trump, I don't believe was supportive of the six week. I think he's pretends to be pro-life, but like, yeah, I mean, he's, he was was pro-choice until he ran. Right. You know, so, so, um, but you know, that's neither here nor there. Like it's, you know, he has the power. Um, and he appointed these guys into the goddamn court. Um, <laughs> but um, I think w- one reason for my thinking about the cruelty thing is that people get off on that. Like people get off on like sticking it in, in their view, like sticking it to the other side, you know, owning the libs or whatever it is, is like that is fueled by uh, social media it's parroted by cable news, right? That just recently seems like what cable news is like, it takes all like the tempests and teapots from social media and then talks about it and makes it national news. Sure. When it's like, this is really this, the dark corners of the internet. Why are you even paying attention? Right. But like, that's, that's all they do. Um, and so the cruelty thing at the end of the day, I think it's, like a mobilizing factor for, for the right, right? Like they, they think by, you know, making a 10 year old rape victim go to Ohio to get an abortion because she can't get it in her own state anymore um, is somehow a win, right? Like that this is somehow like this great sort of spiking of the football over the, you know, devilish cult, secular culture of the left. Um, I think, you know, that's where like the only that's thing not the type that's of the cruelty. only thing that's that's the only thing DeSantis can do right that's yeah the but that's not the do, type of cruelty he's got they, no like. charm. they don't like that type of cruelty I think that's where we're disagreeing they like I Trump think it's calling 
Rosie O'Donnell fat. They love that. They like him, you know, and he will do this when he's on stage. He, when he was calling Jeb weak Jeb and Ted Cruz, right. he called him the Zodiac killer. Right. It's cruelty, like classroom, like, like third grade cruelty, high school cruelty from the eighties. They love that. They don't like DeSantis is not good at being cruel, right? He's good at being a fucking psycho governor. He's not, there's a good at being cruel when you're at the presidential debates. And I've yeah. in my lifetime seen one person pull it off one and yeah. that's Trump. Nobody's come close and they've tried and they look nuts. When Hillary tried to do it, she looked crazy. Oh, she didn't you know, have any chance. Biden yeah. did a good job because Biden, whether he's conscious of it or not, didn't try to blow, blow for blow. He just would ignore him and look at the camera. You know, he's got a veteran son that died. His whole family got wiped out in a car accident. The guy has seen some real life shit from Pennsylvania. Like he's got a lot going on for him. Um, and I think that him and Trump head to head, I think Trump loses by more points this time because a couple of things. One is I don't think, I think the economy, if it still is doing well, which it is, they keep thinking it's not, Guess who gets to take credit for that, dude? You guys keep saying inflation. Comedy. I keep giving you job reports that are crushing. You know, inflation is not going up. Look what I did in the Ukraine. Like Vladimir Putin is your buddy. He's murdering women and children. And we have supported the Ukrainians who are whooping their ass. Like that's a tough debate, man, for Trump. It's a tough one for DeSantis, who is against all the money we've given to Ukraine. I just, you know, I, we got to see where Biden is. When are the debates? This fall, I guess, right? They'll be next year. They'll yeah, next year. year. So we yeah. got to see where Biden is. You know, honestly, I mean, it's it, Biden's got some. <laughs> yeah, like come, come, I think I think come late January or February is going to be the first um, primaries. Right. But so boy, once am the primaries get going, then you know. Oh, yeah. am I excited for these Republican primaries? I love it. <laughs> and you may think if you're listening that I'm a I'm horrible human. I love it. I love that they're all going out there and having to defend against fiction, against Marjorie Taylor Greene, against the crazies they've created, which started pre-Bush, would probably started with Reagan and Nixon, and, you, and you've been growing these seeds of crazy for decades, and now they are here. The, that's the AI I'm afraid of, is the, the wacky <laughs> humans they created. And you now need to dance on a political stage trying to defend against insanity and i love it and i'm telling you right now i will i have no problem saying this i'm rooting for trump over all of them because i feel extremely confident biden's comfortable dancing with trump he did a great job i think he could do it again i'd rather the same old than possibly a new and i want trump to destroy all of them um and then get his ass kicked on the political stage so but 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 to your original point, which I didn't address, which I don't need to get into, is I am a little concerned with this. Um, I don't know what's going to happen with this indictment. I'm pretty fatigued with Trump. You know, I have a, I had a very far line with him as a as a, uh, um, a ubiquitous presence. Mm -hmm. Obviously, no line for him controlling. But like, I will watch interviews he's in because yeah. one, I want I he's very watchable because we do this. He's watchable. I just want to hear what he's saying. I like paying attention to politics. Um. I'm a little fatigued, like, like, and I, I constantly defend his dummies because I'm like, these people are idiots, but like, he looks like really wrong here. Like, <laughs> like he really looks guilty. And I'm curious to see, 
you know, what that does to a little bit of his support. You know, there's the supporters that will kick down a door, but like, I don't yeah. think there's going to be riots in Florida. Like maybe you'll get a little, you know, Fox News will play it up. Maybe you'll get a little group of crazies. Uh, if you haven't learned your lesson from Storm of the Capitol, like the FBI might not shoot you on the spot, but you're going to jail months later. It's going to happen. The facial AI, <laughs> facial recognition, they're going to arrest you. And I think people know that. I, I don't know. Uh, I guess we should probably find an expert on like law to kind of talk about this. I'm really interested in it. I just can't find a really, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know anything about this. Like, mm -hmm. is, can he run for president if he gets charged? Like, I don't know anything. He can run for president. He can be president from a jail cell. Wow. Legally. That's, that's nothing, crazy. Nothing in the constitution that would prevent him from doing that. Oh my God. Yeah. So he can, so he could like literally, he could, he could, he could be in a federal prison and still have like the nuclear codes and be making decisions, right? That's a problem, guys. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. A yeah, right. So, well, can I say something? Yeah, that should be one of Biden's. I mean, who are these people running these campaigns? I would construct a whole commercial around that. Have <laughs> with a, Trump wait, wait, in with, prison. With, with AI, <laughs> a deep fake. Why not? Trump in prison. <laughs> I mean, that's a really scary thought. Trump or even Biden, anyone, if you're if you're somehow convicted in prison, you really shouldn't be running the most powerful country in the world. Like that sounds a little like we got a problem here, guys. Oh, yeah, that's a yeah. that's a nice little nugget to leave me with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's possible. Yeah. Um, okay. Interesting. Interesting times. You call right. in, you, 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 do you think? Do you agree? I, do you I, think I think in the end, Trump is going to be the candidate because I just, you know, for the reasons you've outlined um, and the fact that the way presidential campaigns are going now, it's all about video. You know, it's all about yeah. how you appear, right? Yeah. Um, he's He's been a t TV personality his whole career. Right, he I've never seen. He's anybody. a master, yeah, of, master of of calling attention to himself, whether it's good or bad. People can't look away, right? So he's he, you can't beat him. And even so, when he says the most, when you say you did this, and it sounds like it was a horrible thing, he's amazing at just like ignoring it. He's just I mean, so he's bulletproof. It's really he, crazy. The, the if you have no shame, right? I guess like that's if cool. you have no shame. And you just lie with reckless abandon. He's right? just so like, good at lying. Oh, I never even met her. You know, like it, it just like all this stuff. Like, oh, you know, his like right. personal lawyer for years. He was like, oh, I don't really know that guy. You know, like, <laughs> you know, it's like all this stuff. Like all the people around him who's been who've been working for him for decades, getting indicted and stuff like that. And he's like, I barely knew the dude. Um, if he's willing to do that, then yeah, nothing really ends up sticking. Oof. Here we've got his problem is documents. Right. He's going to, they're going to like Al Capone him, you know, like they're like, yeah, he's, they're you know, like, like that, that's, 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 they're going to get him on that. Um, and, but as we pointed out, that doesn't mean his political career is over. Wow. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> Maybe we should just have an AI president. <laughs> man. It's unbelievable. Yeah. All right, man. Well, um, I'll see you soon. Yes. Yeah. No Politics at the Table is produced by Amit Prakash, uh, beats by Jeep Beta Roy, theme song by Alex Tepper. Um, go on our website, write us nasty emails, we don't care. Um, and uh, we'll try to get back to these a little more often. All right. See you soon.